Hey y'all, welcome to Sisters in a Glimpse. Two friends turn sisters, sharing glimpses of God's glory with all kinds of truth, laughter, really everything in between in the midst of this story we get to call life. Hi everybody. Hey guys. This is Abby. And this is Megan. Welcome back to episode four. We've made four episodes. Our month, our one month anniversary is on it the is. rise. We're going to celebrate. I can't believe it. <laughs> I know. But here we are. Here we are. And we're almost entering into December. Yes. The Hallmark. holiday season. Yes. Hallmark movies are coming on every night now. Ooh, have you decorated yet? I have not decorated yet. But you're watching those Hallmark but movies. But I'm watching the Hallmark movies and there's a new one every single night. <laughs> And people give me a hard time about it, but sometimes you just need a little bit of cheesiness. Yeah, a little feel good. A little feel good. Mm-hmm. You know that it's going to end well. Yep. There's always going to be a big problem, but you know it's going to end well. Yeah. And so that's what I sometimes like. Sometimes we need that. Yeah, we really do. And there is one thing, though, that I'm not crazy about in Hallmark movies that I would like to talk to the director about, but I haven't <laughs> written my letter quite yet. <laughs> yeah. But I'm getting that. there. Um, the fact that they constantly say like in every movie they constantly say just follow your heart Mm. it will lead you where you need to go just follow your heart when you make that big decision to move across the united states or whatever it may be Mm -hmm. follow your heart how do you feel about that you know in the culture that we live in our society that we live in Mm -hmm. especially in the west Mm -hmm. um we hear that a lot like To be happy, you need to follow your heart. And as good as that is, and as good as we feel at the end of those movies, Mm -hmm. after we watch these characters follow their heart and all their dreams come true, it simply just isn't true. Right. You know, um, when in the Bible we read um, that the heart is deceitful above all else and Mm -hmm. that it is wicked and Mm -hmm. that all things um, that are evil come from our heart. Yeah. And so if we are going to follow our heart, then we are going to follow our heart right down to hell. Right. I mean, that's what it comes down to, plain and simple, because, you know, we are sinful beings and our heart is not good. And the Bible also tells us to lean not on our own understanding. Right. You know, our heart is made up of our mind, our will, our emotions. And when we are leaning on our own understanding and we're only following what we think is true, mm-hmm. what we think is going to make us happy, we are never going to find true joy, true yeah. peace, and truth. Yeah. Um, because yeah. it doesn't come from our heart. Right. At all. Yeah. Yeah, and really, we're only seeking, I mean, ultimately, you boil it yeah. down, we're seeking one thing. And there's a song, an old song, I think it was um, from the 90s, of, you know, we have this hole in our heart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and there's one thing that can feel, fill it, and that is Jesus. Yep. And we're all just looking for life yep. and abundant life and joy and and some people see that as happiness right and they try Mm -hmm. and fill it with so many different things but ultimately um it is jesus christ Mm -hmm. he's the only one who can bring that life yeah um and and until we find him right we're constantly going to be searching for that happiness yeah and 
I don't know about anyone else, but I don't want to be the leader of, <laughs> I don't want my heart being the one to lead no. that charge. No, I need I need a perfect savior like him. Yeah, because we definitely are not perfect. In Psalm, in the Psalm 37, um, we, we hear, delight yourself in the mm-hmm. Lord and mm-hmm. he will give you the desires of your heart. Right. And a lot of people read that and think, oh, well. He will give you whatever you want. Right. You know, he will give you whatever your heart desires. And that's not the truth. Yeah. You know, that means that when we are seeking him, when we are delighting in him, Mm -hmm. then he changes our heart. Right. And he will give us what he wants to give us. Mm -hmm. He will put his desires within us. Mm -hmm. And so then we're not following our own heart. We're following Jesus's heart. Yeah. And that's what ultimately as believers, that is our goal. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Um, so another idea talking about things that we hear a lot in our culture, um, whether they're true or not, um, but things that are really kind of shoved in our faces, (laughs) something else that we hear a lot is live your truth. Everyone has their own truth. If it's true for you, then that, then by all means, go for it. Go for it. (laughs) So how do you feel, Abby, about someone has this truth and you have that truth and you can live your truth. Yeah. How do you feel about that? Well, you just watched me shivering. <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it one bit. Um, well, it is true that we, uh, we see that all the time now. And it is one of those things where, you know, everyone is entitled. Everyone's always been entitled to their own opinion. Mm-hmm. And now we've just, as time has gone <laughs> on, we have now established that everyone is, entitled to their own truth um and and that is just you can't those don't go in the same Mm -mm. boat Mm -mm. right um because normally it's opinion versus truth (laughs) and and just like people everyone has their own opinion um now that everyone has their own truth there's a ton of division Mm. because everyone is thinking that something's right while another person's thinking something's wrong and we're picking and we're choosing and you got the Bible that's been placed in front of people, and people are saying, "Oh, well, I want this part of the Bible mm. that, for example, <clears throat> that delight yourself in the Lord, and He will give me whatever I want." Which that's not that's taking that verse out of context, but um, you know, you've got people taking the the goodness of God because mm-hmm. they want that verse, they want mm-hmm. that part of Him, but they're leaving out the part of that he is the way, the truth, and the life, and oh. that it's a sacrifice to, to follow him. Right? They don't want all of the they truth. They don't want all of it. They yeah. want their cake, and they want to be able to eat it too. Mm-hmm. And you just can't have that. You can't pick and choose. Mm-hmm. Um, and it really it comes down to, and this is something that I am constantly having to remind myself of as well, is that we are not the authors of this story. <laughs> and Say it again. Thank goodness <laughs> yeah. we're not. Because oh. what a terrible story that would be if I were in charge. But um, it's not our story to write. No. And it's not our truth to write. Who am I to decide? Yeah. Mere creation. What, mere creation yeah. and, and like, what's good and what's bad for you and creator. for me and, and people. And so it just kind of comes down to, and this is so closely tied to that first point, of do I trust God and do I trust his word? Or do I trust my heart, <laughs> my sinful, broken mm. heart? And am I going to base my life on him and his truth that was written at the beginning of time? Yeah. Or am I going to 
based my life on 27 years of <laughs> lack of wisdom, right? right. And, and, and just sin after sin after sin. And so, um, yeah, it sounds real good to say, oh, you go, you, you do that thing, you live your truth. Um, yeah. However, that is not what we're called to do, and we're not called to write the story. Because if we do start writing the story, it may you may be able to write a couple of chapters and it go well, hmm. but the ending, it ain't gonna be pretty. No. And so um, that that is that's why the Lord, in His goodness, in His grace, in His protection, says you follow this truth with a yeah. capital T, because this is what's gonna protect you. It's it's gonna be where your grace is found. It's mm-hmm. gonna be where true love is found. It's gonna be where all that you need is in this book. Mm. But if you leave it behind and you start going after your own and you start looking for your own truth and doing that, then it's I, I can't help you there. I can protect you to a certain extent, but consequences are going to quickly follow. Yeah. And I think in this, it, the world that we're living in, mm-hmm. as believers, mm-hmm. we have to be on guard mm-hmm. to know that the world is going to tell us, hey, you have your own truth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can live your own truth. If yeah. you feel that, then that's true for you. Right. If you feel that, then that's true for you. Yeah. When there is one truth, Absolutely. and that is it. And Jesus says, I am the way and the truth and yeah. the life. And right. no one comes to the Father except through him. So if we want to have eternal life, we want to live a life, an abundant life here, mm-hmm. full of peace and joy and and his goodness, then we have to follow him because he is the truth. Absolutely. Um, But as believers, we have to be on guard because we're, we're going to be pushed. Everybody's going to push that on us. Like you, you do you, you follow your truth. Yeah. Um, And there's one truth. Absolutely. That's it. And, and ultimately talk about feelings. (laughs) I sure hope I don't follow my feelings Mm. because a lot of times my feelings, sometimes I feel like punching somebody in the face. Right. But I don't do Mm -hmm. that. Because I, I know that yeah. that's not moral and that's yeah. not correct. And so if we're basing our quote-unquote truth mm. on feelings and emotions, then that's not going to end well. Just like the people we see now who are men and women saying, oh, well, my truth is that I'm actually a woman. Right. Or my truth is that I identify as a man. Right. And then all of a sudden, oh, because you said it, now right. it's true. Now it's and true. we have just been disillusioned with this idea that if we say it, if we think it, then, oh, it's true. So, right. So crazy. It is. So crazy. It really is. Yeah. It really is. Um, and, you know, kind of then leading into that, that the relationship between our feelings and our actions and how we have to be careful and um, what we think, there's also this common idea of um, if I am good, then God is going to bless me. If I'm living mm-hmm. the right way, um, then God's going to bless me. And I guess that could be for from a believer's standpoint, mm-hmm. um, but it could also be from, you know, not necessarily a Christian, but someone who believes in God, they may not be a true believer. Yeah. Otherwise, they would know that this is not mm-hmm. how things work. But um, just thinking of God as if I am, quote, unquote, living well, um, then I'm going to receive blessing versus if I'm bad, then he is going to punish me. Mm. So I have a lot to think about that because, you know, 
kind of two sides to the coin there. Mm -hmm. Um, In the day that we're living in, we see an abundance of this prosperity gospel Mm -hmm. where, you know, if if you do X, Y and Z, then God's going to give you whatever you want. Yeah. You know, if you are faithful, then God is going to bless your socks off. Right. And you will not see trouble. Yeah. And that is just the farthest thing hmm. from the truth. And that is what is getting so many people in our world, but specifically our country, into this this fake gospel mm-hmm. that it turns into what, you, you know, your works. What you yeah. do depends yeah. on how God treats you. Yeah. And yes, we do need to live right, but the... Or, do our works magically tell God, like, hey, yeah. I have tithed thirty dollars, mm-hmm. you know, so I'm not gonna get very much. But if I tithe a hundred dollars, you're right. gonna bless me. Yeah. Like, what is that? I, yeah. I I don't know where that comes from because yeah. it's definitely not in the Bible. No. <laughs> um, and then on the other side of that, if if I'm bad, then God will punish me. And yes. God does discipline his children. Mm-hmm. And yes, when we stray away from him, he will discipline you in his goodness and his mercy. Right. Um, but look at Job. Yeah. Think about Job. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, you know, one of the most faithful, righteous mm-hmm. men mm-hmm. in the Bible mm-hmm. and his friends, all that. I mean, he was picking scabs and boils with broken clay pottery and all and lost his children and all of his wealth and his his wife was telling him to curse God and die and his friends were telling him you have sinned terribly you have must have done something so terrible and he had done none of that yeah I mean he had not sinned but the devil had come in and asked God Mm -hmm. to sift him and to take away him because if he took everything away, then he would curse God, but he didn't. Mm-hmm. He was a righteous man. So just because, I mean, God is not going to punish you right. when, oh, if you, you make a mistake. God mm-hmm. is God is so good and so kind and so merciful. Yes, he will discipline you, mm-hmm. but he's not this you know, figure in the sky that's going to rain down fire if you make a mistake, if right. you sin. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I mean, both sides of the coin. The prosperity gospel, if you're good, he'll bless you. Does not say that no. yeah. <laughs> in the Bible. Yes, he will bless you if you are following him. But right. does that mean that your works are going to somehow magically rain down blessings? No. no. Yeah. And yeah. if you're bad... Or if you make a mistake or if you sin, then he's going, he's done with you and he's punishing you. No. Mm -hmm. Does he discipline you? Yes. Yes. In his goodness and kindness. Yeah. But do bad things happen to good people? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yep. And there are consequences that will come Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um, naturally, right? Absolutely. Um, But consequences come, but never condemnation. Right. Um, Like you said, it's just like the discipline of Mm -hmm. a parent. Just like parents are going to discipline their kids because they know what's best for them. Absolutely. That is who he is for us, too. Mm-hmm. He is a good, good father. Absolutely. Um, something else um, that, man, this is one that is probably we see the most of, mm-hmm. I would think, mm-hmm. um, with everything that's going on in our culture is, you know, we hear 
you need to love like Jesus Mm -hmm. or you need to accept because that's what Jesus Jesus would do. And this idea that Jesus loves you as you are, Mm -hmm. so you don't have to change who you are. Um, how, how do you feel about that, Abby? Well, I mean, it's just, it is, it's, it hurts my heart mm-hmm. um, because it is a kind of similar to the live your truth. Um, this is a twisted version of the truth. Yeah. And it's kind of that I'm picking and choosing um, mm-hmm. because I like the idea of loving like Jesus does. Mm-hmm. But if you think about it, um, Jesus accepts us. Mm-hmm. Yes, he did hang out with sinners. And yes, he did accept them. Um, and yes, he did welcome them with open arms just like he does with us. But if you think about it, if you think about Mary Magdalene, mm-hmm. if you think about um, Simon Peter, mm-hmm. if you think about Paul, <laughs> if you think about um, the woman at the well, mm-hmm. all of them, yes, he did meet them where they were. Mm-hmm. And yes, he did go after them and hang out with them. But he never left them where they were. <laughs> and that's what he does. Yes, he is going to those people, but... They changed their lives for him. Mm. After they met Jesus, say it again. Everything Abby. changed. Yes. Right? They didn't just say, Oh, nice to meet you. Thanks for hanging out with me. I'm gonna go back to my sinful lifestyle. Mm. They met him and said, Oh my gosh, this man, <laughs> I don't know everything there is to know about him, <laughs> but I know he's willing. I mean, I know he is worth giving up my life for. Mm. And they, I mean, the woman at the well, she literally, like, left behind what she came there for, yeah, right? Like, she, she it talks about how she mm-hmm. dropped that pot of water and ran away. Um, <coughs> the disciples, whenever he came to them, yes, some of them, I mean, Paul, you've got Paul who's murdering people. And, mm-hmm. you know, just hate, he hates Jesus Christ. Um, so, I mean, he was in a lifestyle of sin. But the disciples, they were just, you know, humans. They were just natural humans, just like us. But they, like, left their livelihood for him. Um, Paul changed his entire demeanor when he met Jesus. And so, um, yes, he is going after them and yes, he is loving on them, Mm -hmm. but there's sacrifice there on their part to turn from whatever the lifestyle is that they're living Mm. to go after him. Um, and, and that's what we're called to as well (laughs) is we, We meet him, some of us meet him younger, some of us meet him older, um, but when we meet him, there are sacrifices that are required on our part. Mm -hmm. And so it's not just this idea of, oh, well, he's going to love me where I'm at because he's just a God of love. Yeah, he's a God of love. And yeah, he is going to meet you where you're at. But he also calls us to walk with him Mm -hmm. and that he dwells within us and that we are to be a a temple for yeah. him and we are to live in a way that honors him. And so if we're doing something that his word says is sinful, that's not, that's, that does not coincide together with one another. Um, so yeah, he loves us and yeah, um, he, he meets us where we're at and he is constantly in pursuit of us. Yes. Even if we are in the most sinful lifestyle, he loves you. Mm-hmm. He is pursuing you. He's running after you. But he's not running after you to then walk beside you in that sin. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's he's coming towards you to pull you mm. out of it and to say, hey, turn from this and follow me. And, yeah, it's going to hurt. Because have I had to sacrifice things that, like, things that I've wanted to do 
that I know were not good for me. Yeah. I've absolutely we all have sinful desires. But again, that's part of the sacrifice of following him. <laughs> you know? Mm. So man, everything you said just resonates so much. I love everything you just said and how I mean, just to sum that up, like, yes, he meets us, what you said at the beginning. He meets us where we are, but he does not leave us where Mm -hmm, we are. mm -hmm. And my mind automatically goes to um, the adulterous woman Mm -hmm. where they are pulling her out to stone her. And he he confronts her sin Mm -hmm. and he... um, does not condemn her right. but when he when he gets her up he says go and sin, sin no, no more. more yeah so if he doesn't say get up and keep doing what you're doing right he says get up right and go and sin no more absolutely and that's where that that forgiveness is and that mm-hmm. mercy is but he's not gonna leave you where you are no and ultimately that. that's for our good right just like we yeah. said last week he's never withholding anything from us mm-hmm. and so yeah, it looks like sacrifice on our part. It's really not sacrifice. It's protection. Right. <laughs> it's protection. Yeah. Man. Yeah, that's yep. so good, Abby. I love that. Yeah. Um, so there's one more that uh, we can talk about, one of these ideas um, that we have that we hear a lot, is that um, God will not give you more than you can handle. Mm-hmm. Um, so we hear that a lot, especially people who are going through um, something very traumatic or something life changing and yes. something that's very hard. Yes. We hear this idea that you're going to be okay because God won't give you more than you can handle. Yeah. And really, that is just not the truth. Yeah. Um, in 2 Corinthians uh, 1. Chapter 1, verse 9, it says, Indeed, we felt we had received the sentence of death, but this happened that we might not rely on ourselves, but on mm-hmm. God who raises the dead. Mm-hmm. And what that means is that God will allow, He will either cause or allow something to happen and things to happen in your life that is more than you can handle. Yeah. Because He wants you to realize that you have to rely on on him mm-hmm. and not your own strength. Absolutely. And that, I mean, that's just very plain and simple to see in scripture that yeah. don't ever think that God will not give you something more than you can handle because yeah. he will. Yeah. Because he wants your eyes on him. Yeah. 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 And I mean, whenever I was thinking about this, I thought of Jesus in the garden of Gethsemane, mm-hmm. um, the night before he mm. goes to the cross mm. and even Jesus, yeah. who was perfect, <laughs> human, and God, mm-hmm. but even he cried to the Father and said, <laughs> please take this cup from mm-hmm. me. Even he came to a point where he cried out to the Father, <laughs> please take this I, from me. Yeah. I, I, I don't want this, but even still, yeah. your will be done. And that's the ultimate goal of these trials that come in is, is fixing, our eyes, on, fixing yes. our eyes on him. Even yes. in pain, even in distress. Fix your eyes on him because we know that he brings perfect peace to those whose eyes are fixed Absolutely. on him. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, we, um, as believers, just wrapping this up, as believers, we're going to be um, given lots of lies in this world and mm-hmm. lots of things that sound like 
truth Truth. and they sound good and you want to believe them but as believers we have to stay on guard and we have to know the truth from fiction so Mm -hmm. we have to and to be able to do that we have to stay in the word and we have to know what God says and what his word says so that we know the truth yes and that we can walk in the light and and we can know the difference between what sounds good right and what is good right yep and also on that note too of keeping yourself around people that are also in the truth absolutely um having that accountability having that truth, having that encouragement fed into you um, because it is hard. And and sometimes Megan, (laughs) I need Megan to say, hey, don't believe that. You're overthinking that. Or, hey, don't do that. That's stupid. (laughs) Because she... She, I know that I can trust her to be in the word too. And so you need those, and those friendships. Yeah. Same with you. Absolutely. Yeah. I know I can always come to Abby and she can help me talk through something. And because she knows the truth, she's yeah. in the word. I'm not going to somebody that does not spend time in the word because right. I need truth. Yep. Absolutely. Yes. Amen. Amen. All right. Good so deal. this is Friday. So it you know what Friday. that means. Friday. Friday. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, so tonight I am sharing my favorite devotional for, I think, three years now. It is falling apart, but I've yet to get a new copy. Um, And actually, I think that this was shared with me, I remember, probably like the first time Megan and I met one another. It was one of our very first Bible studies. Another friend of ours had it, and it is the New Morning Mercies devotional by Paul David Tripp and y'all. I have gone through, I'm not kidding. It has been my same devotional book. And you say, how can you go through the same devotional three years in a row? Well, buy this book and you will find out real quick. It is the best. And he is so wise and he knows how his way with words is so good. Um, And it is just every year. I mean, I have dates written out to the side um, of different years. And I mean, every single year there's something new that sticks out to me on those mm-hmm. days. So mm-hmm. highly encourage you to go get new morning mercies by Paul David Tripp. I concur. Yes. <laughs> Good deal. Well, thank y'all for listening and we are excited to come yeah. back to y'all next, next week and y'all have a great weekend. Bye guys. Bye. Bye.